good evening, uh, good morning, and welcome to this another uh, online class on Facebook by me. Um, who is me? Matt Perland. I'm Matt. I'm from the the website PerlandTraining.com, among others. Others hmm, you might know, and. Uh, we're here this evening to talk about regular verbs, regular verbs. So, uh, first of all, let me just uh, say it's good to meet you. We're going to meet here every Wednesday. Uh, the time now is 8.15, quarter past 8 here in the evening in Poland. So, I don't know what time it is where you are. But it's not important. And uh, I'm proposing to be here every Wednesday at, at, at this time, this time slot. So if you'd like to join me, you're very welcome. If you go to the website, uh, perlandtraining.com site, perland, P-U-R, land, training.com, uh, you can find all the other lessons. So th there are two other lessons um, in this series that were on Facebook in the last two weeks. So you're welcome to have a look at it. Go to the website perlandtraining.com and at the top you see a menu and it says free live English classes. So you're welcome to have a look at those other classes. And after this this class, um, this will also be archived there in that place. So you can also find out about the next class, uh, what it's going to be. My classes are usually for, uh, for everybody involved with uh, teaching and learning English. Um, sometimes it's more for teachers, sometimes it's more for students. But Hopefully um, we can find a, a middle way and everybody will get something. You know, if you have an idea for a lesson that you'd like to do, you'd like to see, then please just let me know. Contact me on Facebook or by email info at perlandtraining.com. So... Uh, my website is full of materials, full of free downloadable things, mainly PDF files, PDF, and also, of course, videos, uh, podcasts, all kinds of free resources that grows and grows. It's my hobby, you could say, one of, one of my many hobbies uh, is creating resources, creating... Uh, resources for teachers and students of English. I've been doing it for a long time and I really enjoy it. I love doing it. You can see that. Hopefully you can see that from our lesson today. Um, <clears throat> so regular verbs. What are regular verbs? Uh, please type in the in the chat if you can uh, answer any of my questions. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Um, I'm happy to have interaction in this class, so type it in uh, in the box if you want. Uh, what are regular verbs? <clears throat> you know, we hear so much about 
irregular verbs, irregular verbs are very naughty verbs in English, and we, we study them, we learn them, we have to, because we have to know the endings, you know, second and third forms. Uh, so we spend a lot of time learning about them. And how much time do we spend thinking about regular verbs? You know, regular verbs are, you know, they're doing all the hard work quietly, uh, away from the limelight, as it were. So what about them? Let's show them a bit of uh, love, a bit of interest today. Uh, that's what I want to do today. And focus on how to pronounce them. We all know uh, regular verbs have got, an, have got ed endings, right? And we know they, are, they end with ed. I've got a big list. <coughs> big list, I said. Yeah. And this book is called The Big Grammar Book 2. It's available on my site <coughs> and other sites as well, I suppose. <coughs> and it's Big Grammar Book 2, free download, a PDF file. You can print it out, public domain. You can sell it if you want, do what you want. But there's a good list here of 40 common regular verbs in English, and it's divided into groups. Um, of of how we pronounce them, how we pronounce them. So regular verb, for example, chat, chatted, arrive, arrived, d. I'm stressing the d there. Uh, listen, listened, listened, d. Very soft d sound. Uh, laugh. So I'm stressing the t, and you'll see why. Hopefully, you'll see why in a minute. By the end of the lesson, you'll know why. So, looking at that, of course, pushed, stopped, thanked, opened, closed, even closed. Yeah, opened and closed. Regular verbs ending with ed. Really good because. Both forms, second and third form, or past tense and past participle, both of them are ending with ed, spelling, just the spelling I'm talking about. So that's really good. We don't have to learn them, not like irregular verbs, which we, we spend a lot of time. We've got posters on the wall of our schools, irregular verbs. What about regular verbs? Can you t can you name ten regular verbs in English? Just off the top of your head. Um, difficult one. I did th this lesson with one of my students uh, the other day, and it was hard for him to name ten regular verbs. It's easy to name ten irregular verbs because these are the actions that we do all the time. Yeah, we do all the time. Be, go, do, have, sit, uh, eat, <laughs> drive, uh, ride. No, I don't want to make any errors here in this free lesson. Free lesson. So it's easy to name the irregular first. We learn them. Put, 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 put. 
Yeah, we'll learn them. But what about regular verbs? Can you name 10? Write down, pause this video if you're watching the video. Pause it and write down 10 regular verbs quickly. Yeah, time yourself. See how long it takes. So these are, are in groups according to their pronunciation. How do we pronounce them? Can, can I say, uh, yesterday I arrived. He arrived at the school on time or late. Would be more interesting. He arrived. Can I say, um, he finished his work. He finished. No. No, we can't say that. Can I say visited? He visited her. He visited his grandma. Yes, why not? Can I say, uh, you know, you get the point. I don't want to labour it too much. Um, we get the point. So how do we know when to pronounce ud? How do we know when to pronounce the ud? In regular verbs, yes, we added, we chatted, we needed, we started, and we texted. We need ud, but why do we need ud? Can you tell me, write it in the chat if you know, or just think of it in your mind. Yeah, just think of the answer. Um, wanted, can I say uh, without ud? Can I just say wants, wants? Wanted. No, we mustn't. We can't do that. So why do we say ud and uh, not just and? Hmm, difficult one. Maybe you know this. Maybe you don't. But I'm going to tell you the answer. We need to use uh, ud when the verb ends with t or d sound. I shouldn't have a schwa sound there. Or d. When the verb ends with t or d sound, usually you can see in, in the spelling, that really is a good clue, then we pronounce ud. We have to. Uh, t and d, these are really the two sides of the same coin. It's really. You could say it's the same thing, it's the same element, just one is voiced, d, 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 feel it here, d. And one is unvoiced, there's no voice coming through, don't need a voice there, so it's a bit softer, but really it's the same thing, it's the same element, or it's the same, I don't know how you could call it, but it's the same thing, Two sides of the same coin is how I'm going to uh, say say it. Um, yeah, these we can't have uh, added just t or t or d after um, t or d, <laughs> basically. So we've got ed. So this is a good rule to know. If the verb ends with t or d sound, pronounce ud. We must pronounce ud. We have to. It's a law. It's an English law, an English language law, let's say. But good to remember. Yeah. Um, what about then the other two ways? Because there are three different pronunciations of 
e, uh, regular verbs with ed. The first one is that, that rule. We have to remember. Uh, for example, we can't say called. I called her or him um, or anybody, anyone else. We can't say this. Why? Because the verb doesn't end with t or d. T or d. Yeah, that's it. Simple as that. Uh, nice, nice and easy, this one. Uh, but there's another part to this. Sometimes uh, the rest of the verbs, let's think about the other verbs now, not verbs ending with t or d. They've got the schwa sound and uh, d sound, ud. What about all the other verbs? They're separated into two groups. Um, some of them end with d sound, the voiced uh, consonant sound d. And some of them end with t, t yeah, um, unvoiced consonant sound. But how do we know? How do we know which one is which? Yeah. For example, can I say cult? I cult him. I cult. No, doesn't sound right. Cult. I called him. I called him. Called him. Connected speech. I called him, called him last night. Uh, can I say, I helped, helped, helped. Very difficult to pronounce a voiced consonant sound D after P, which is unvoiced. Difficult, isn't it? So what's the rule there? Hmm. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Um, if the verb ends with a voiced consonant sound, we pronounce d, which is voiced consonant sound. Yeah, but if the verb ends with an unvoiced consonant sound, uh, unvoiced, it's quiet, we don't, think, don't have any movement in our vocal cords, unvoiced. G, no, G is voiced. If it's unvoiced, if it ends with an unvoiced consonant sound, we must pronounce t, the unvoiced T. So it's voiced and unvoiced. So this is a bit of extra knowledge. If you don't know about sounds of English, if you don't know about the consonant sounds, then we have to, we have to know this. Um, find out online on, on a million different websites which sounds of English are voiced, which are unvoiced. I'll give you a clue. The voiced ones, for example, b, d, g, j, l. We hear this sort of schwa sound afterwards. M, n, ng. The point is when you make these sounds, there's some movement in the vocal cords. Here. Here it is. But... If it's unvoiced, we don't have that movement. So we're talking about sounds like ch, f, k, p, s, sh, t. Quiet sounds. Very quiet sounds. Very quiet sounds. I can say. So 
voiced and unvoiced, voiced and unvoiced, voiced and with a voiced sound, pronounced voiced d. If it ends with an unvoiced sound, a ch, p, s, th, and so on, <laughs> then we pronounce unvoiced. Why? This is just what we have to do to be able to speak our language. Yeah, did you know that it's all about voiced or unvoiced? Um, yeah, that's what, what I want to say. <clears throat> regular verbs in English. Regular verbs are really not as common as irregular verbs. Irregular verbs are everywhere. Everything I do you know, most of the time is an irregular verb. Sorry, but it is. You have to learn and that's why you've got, you've got a poster. But you haven't got a poster for regular verbs, have you? How to pronounce them. It's not about the spelling. Uh, it's not difficult to spell them. We're adding ed. Maybe we change some, uh, sometimes we take off a y. We add I-E-D, for example. You can look at that spelling. But the difficulty is how to pronounce it. Um, the point is, it would be wonderful if all verbs in English were regular. What about if I goed, goed to the shop instead of went? Why not? I eat it. Eat it, my dinner. Good, better, easy to learn, easy to remember. Oh, there's one other group that uh, ends with D, with the voice D as well, if the verb ends with a vowel sound. So we're going to need this bit uh, in a minute. We're going to need this. Jin Dobre to Sebastian, welcome. Good, very good. Um, if it ends with the vowel sound. So example of that would be, uh, what have we got? For example, play, played, 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 plate. No, not plate, played. So we're gonna look at that in a moment. Uh, what else can I say about regular verbs? You know, we're not making any more regular verbs. When we create a new verb, as we, as is our want in English, we're not making new irregular verbs. Yeah, uh, I Snapchatted my friend. Uh, I Facebooked somebody, um, if that's possible. <laughs> I tweeted. We're not making irregular verbs, and good, nobody wants irregular verbs. Well, I don't know, maybe some people in the uh, ivory towers, but that's uh, for another day. Nobody wants irregular, not real people, real students and teachers, we don't want them, we don't like them. We prefer if, if everything was regular, and why not, could be. It doesn't, you know, it's just a small change to the language, but it probably won't happen, I can predict. So, 
we have to remember, of course, learn irregular verbs, second and third forms. We have to learn a, a few spelling changes with irregular, irregular verbs. And we have to remember the endings. The endings. So the three ways. Um, can you remember what, what they are? Can you? Yes. So, first one. <laughs> Uh, if the verb ends with t or d, then we must add a schwa sound there to make a little buffer between the the d and d, like added, added. It we can't say added, added. We can't say that. Would would sound silly, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, if the verb ends ends with a vowel sound or with a voiced consonant, we pronounce d. D. Yeah. Um, if we pronounce, uh, if we've got a verb ending with an unvoiced, unvoiced consonant sound, then we're adding uh, t. For example, finished. Finished. Good. Welcome, Paulina, as well. Good. Good to see you again. So, uh, we're talking about how to pronounce regular verbs. Uh, why does it matter? Well, we want to be clear in what we're saying. So, usually I tell my students just the first rule, you know, if it ends with T or D sound, we, we pronounce UD. But lately, I've been thinking more about the other groups. Now, what if we make a mistake and we pronounce, for example, t uh, instead of d? Does it matter? Will it matter? Um, and I discovered that probably yes, it does matter in some cases. Disclaimer. So, you know, it does matter. What about played? Played. D, d, and plate, plate and plate. Yesterday, a plate on the my PlayStation. A plate. What? You plate? You plate? Plate is a noun. It's not a verb. You can't plate anything. Hmm. But yes, okay. You could plate metal something metal, but it's really unlikely that you plate, plated something. Anyway, it would be ed, uh, would be ud sound. So I started to think about this deeply, as you can imagine, and I discovered there are lots of pairs of words where if you pronounce t instead of d, it changes to another word. So it makes it sort of hard to follow. It makes it difficult to follow. For example, we said played and plate. What about stayed and state? A state. What? A state? State, uh, as in you said something in an announcement. Really confusing. Yesterday, I stayed in. I stayed in all afternoon. 
I stayed in. Stayed? You stayed? No, you didn't stay. Not possible. You stated something. You made an announcement yesterday. What are you talking about? What are you, what's going on? So you start to lose the meaning. We think, what is going on here? And for a native speaker, really, honestly, we can find we don't understand you if you talk like this. You know, I know some students, probably not you, but other people, uh, who always pronounce t on regular verbs, apart from the ud ones. Yeah. They always pronounce t. I don't know why. It's a default setting. But you can pronounce it, you can get, you can be wrong, you can sound wrong, and people won't understand you. Um, I found, I made a list of these pairs, which I probably will, I'm sure in fact I will, uh, post on my site at perlintraining.com. And I made, I'm going to make a list of this, and I found loads of these pairs. Um, about 60 or 70 different pairs. And 41 of them are common words, what I would call common words like play or stay. We've got others here. Uh, I lied. I lied to her. I lied to her. I lied to her. I lied to her. What? You lied? You light, it's not a verb to light, or it's regular form, it's not a past form. And you can't light to somebody. So already if you say I light, in my mind or in, in the mind of a native speaker, or somebody who's not a teacher of English, somebody who doesn't have any particular um, special knowledge of English, but just a native speaker, they would start thinking about light. A light. No, no, I light. Would, would you light? What? You switched on the light? Did you put on a light? Switch off a light? No, I light to her. I light. I light. No. Lied. Lied to her. But, of course, don't lie to anybody. You shouldn't be lying. Uh, other ones which are common here. Uh, of course, killed and killed. I don't know how often you're going to use the, the expression, uh, the word kill. I killed. Uh, maybe you went hunting an animal. But you end up with a Scottish mode of dress, a kilt, kilt, um, lived, I lived there for, for five years, I lived there, I lived, what, you lift, you are a lift, you lifted something, what are you talking about, no, no, I lift, I lift, and probably for the, the student may have an, a problem with E, long E and E sound. So it may become leafed, leafed. And it's leaf, leaf on the tree. 
Oh dear. No, I'm exaggerating a little bit here for a comic effect, if it is comic. But really, these are common words. Allowed, allowed. Boot, boot somebody at the theatre. Boot, a boot. Now, we know about my uh, old teacher at school who was a PE teacher and he was teaching in the computer room as well. And he used to say, computer, computer. And that was difficult to understand, you know, what, what are you talking about, computer? We're going to, to computer. Anyway, I don't know if that is relevant, but boot and boot, this came to mind, flowed, Float, um, owed something, owed, I owed this, I owed this to her, I owed it, owed, I owed it to you, owed it, what? Oat is something I eat, it's something, uh, a grain, I will eat it for breakfast, oat, oats, yeah, so you want to say owed, the past form of O is owed. Um, somewhere in your mind you think, yeah, oh, it doesn't really matter. If it, is it D sound? Is it T sound? Doesn't matter so much. Then no, I can be owed. And then meanwhile your listener is thinking, uh, suddenly it's gone off the topic of uh, money that he owes and started talking about food and cereal, a grain, <laughs> so it can happen, yeah, this can happen, and at this point, uh, your listener maybe uh, will say, to, will stop you and say, sorry, sorry, I didn't get that, I didn't get it, uh, loads of them required something, required, Past, past, really similar, this one, really similar, um, used, used, now we, we can say used, used to, when we're talking about things in the past that we did in the past, but we don't do now, I used to, I used to go uh, and play football every Saturday, I used to. Used, I used, not used, used. So let's sum up here. Um, these are the really the common ones I found, common pairs. I'm going to make a list of them and put them, I'll put it as a download on the website, berlintrainer.com. But there are some more, a bit less common words, for example, um, Animal noises, purred, the cat purred, pert is an adjective, P-E-R-T, uh, planed, you could plane something, you could plane wood, um, but if you pronounce the T, it becomes plaint, a plaint something, plaint, but plaint is like an old-fashioned word 
for a complaint, something that um, a grievance, something that you've got against someone. And some really rare ones, uh, mood, the cow mood, moot. It's a moot point, but it's a word. Uh, I wooed somebody in the Middle Ages. Maybe I went back in time in a time machine. I wooed, wooed somebody. Uh, woot somebody. Woot, woot is like a slang word for great, fantastic, expressing happiness. Woot, woot. I believe somebody told me that uh, my friend on Twitter. That's one of them. Um, when I looked at this point with, with one of my students here, he explained that this can happen in, in his language, in Polish as well. And I thought, yeah, of course, because it's the same sounds, d and t can be the same in, are the same in many other languages. And he gave an example, kot meaning cat and cod, cod, meaning code. So you could get mixed up. Uh, cod, 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 cod. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking about a, a cat or a code? <laughs> so that was interesting. So we can't mix the, up those words in English, cut and code. So, let's make a quick summary here. Uh, regular verbs, are, we need to learn them, learn about the spelling, how they change, uh, and also learn, most importantly, learn about the pronunciation. It's very important. Um, three ways to pronounce the ED ending is we've got uh, ud if it if the verb ends with d and t we've got d d which is voiced consonant sound if the verb ends with a vowel sound or a voiced consonant sound example uh, the l and finally if the verb ends with an unvoiced consonant sound we're pronouncing t, which is unvoiced. It matches. It's voiced meeting voiced, unvoiced meeting unvoiced, and etc. and so on and so forth. And we talked about whether it's important to know the rules. Yes, we must know the ud, which verbs are going to end with ud. But we should also learn which verbs ending with d and t because if we don't if we just think oh pronounce all of them with with t sound don't worry what will happen nothing will happen well what will happen is uh, people maybe won't be able to follow you what you're saying will be miscommunication miscommunication that uh, one of the worst kinds of misses in the world that we know that. So, hmm. really, that's all for this lesson. If you have any questions, you can uh, feel welcome.
to put them into the chat here uh, or post them afterwards. I will post this on my website, this video, and also hopefully the list of pairs. Plant, plant, stand, stunt. And, and many more, many more common verbs like that. So don't make these errors. Learn uh, which verbs end with de and which with te. I know it's not a big priority for learning English, but, 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 you know, we've got to talk about something in the lesson here. But I think it's interesting. Yeah. So hopefully see you again next week. Uh, on Wednesday at the same time, tell your friend or friends if you have more than one friend and uh, like me and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and bye for now.